0: now it's time for The Insider, with Chuck Qualla and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategies. Hi, I'm Scott Jensen, former Assembly Speaker.
1: And I'm Chuck Walla, former Senate Majority Leader.
0: And we're The Insiders. So Chuck, taking a look back at the year, who, was the, who are the winners of 2022 in Wisconsin politics?
1: Oh, I think definitely you'd have to say Governor Evers, he picked up about two and a half percent over his victory from last time, huge winner in the election. Obviously, uh, I, th- I think being the good guy and person that people respect really played off well for him. I think that on the winner side, on the Republican side, clearly you'd have to say Ron Johnson, who is, seems to be a cat with nine lives or at least three lives. I think most people would, even Republicans out in D.C. don't like him, but he manages to survive, and you certainly have to give him a win. I think that the Republicans in the legislature, probably, you know, they were a winner, but I think with an asterisk, they really wanted a veto proof majority. That was the thing that they were really looking for here and they did not get it. And they missed by a couple of votes. But I, so I think in that world, you might have to say that actually, especially assembly Democrats, but Democrats overall in the legislature won because they are not in a veto proof uh, majority position.
0: Well, I'm going to agree with you that in general, it was the status quo that won in Wisconsin, right? I mean, the governor got reelected and our United States Senator got reelected, which is fascinating because uh, that means three or 4% of the voters split their ballot in Wisconsin, voted for Johnson and Evers. Fascinating logic by those three or 4% of the people who who settled the debate in Wisconsin, right? Because other than that, you look at the other statewide races, it was essentially uh, a dead heat. Um, I, I would say that the Republicans, uh, obviously, the Republican legislative leaders won. Um, uh, Devin Lemihu, in his first crack at being the Senate majority leader headed into election, was able to actually pick up a supermajority and almost pick up an additional seat. Uh, and Speaker Voss, uh, once again, was able to expand his majority in both houses, but perhaps even more important than that, he survived his primary with Donald Trump just pounding the heck out of him uh, in that election, and so it, that was the big big win for uh, I think for Speaker Voss for this year. So those are I think uh, we agree on the winners of this year. So who who do you put down as a loser in politics in Wisconsin in 2022?
1: Well, definitely you, you'd have to look at Mandela Barnes, who was a rising star in the party and clearly had just too much baggage to overcome uh, the problems. And and given where Governor Evers was running, you would think should have been able to do better. And clearly that was a really failed opportunity. Democrats are shaking their head about how Ron Johnson is still in. And I think we have to say that at least a, a good chunk of that has to do with the baggage of Mandela Barnes. So definitely a huge loss there. But I think the other thing you have to look at, because it is such an overwhelming thing in the country, is another loser was Donald Trump. He was not able to pull his guy through against Robin Voss. I give Robin Voss credit. He made sure he got he got down and got into his district. He had he had lobbies, he had everybody out there working, doing doors in his district. Had had Trump supporters realized the opportunity there, I think they could have put some money in, which they didn't do much of, which could have actually carried the day there. But I think Robin Voss smartly paid attention to his district and won. I think the question is: this is Trumpism dead in Wisconsin? We're gonna find out. I, I don't think it is. Uh, even though Trump never won our primary, he he, he did lose when he first was one running for president. But the you know, the the uh, Senate, eighth Senate district primary is going to be an indication of whether or not Trump still has sway, even in areas like suburban Milwaukee. Now, Trumpism really I think is much stronger in rural Wisconsin, so I'm not sure that you're going to see it here, but you should see it somewhat. And if she comes through the primary. That will tell you that Trumpism is here for quite a while yet, and that'll be an interesting uh, an interesting race to watch.
0: So I would think the loser of the year, uh, at least on the Republican side uh, in 2022, has got to be Tim Michaels, which is fascinating because his year started out so well, right? He, he jumps into this Republican primary. He funds it to the $215 million of his own money, is able to upset the front runner Rebecca Clayfish. He's sitting pretty because a lot of Republicans thought you win that nomination, you're going to be the next governor of the state of Wisconsin. And then he faltered. Um, And in the end, he ended up performing more poorly than anyone else running as a Republican on the statewide ticket um uh uh, eric tony had more votes than he did um ron johnson had more votes than he did uh john lieber uh had more votes than he did and amy lumback had a higher percentage than he did so he was the worst performing republican candidate statewide and then sadly to make it even worse um I, i think the collateral damage here to the michaels corporation was significant Um, early in the year they were clearly valued in Wisconsin as one of the state's largest employers and an employer of people with in many cases without a college degree who could make six figures working at a company like that and by the time the uh, Evers team and all their allies were done with the Michaels Corporation um, they really were dragged through the mud during the course of this again collateral damage because one of the owners uh, was running for, uh, uh, for governor but um, so, unfortunately, that was that was a rough ride uh, for Tim Michaels here in 2022.
1: Because I didn't mention it, let me give you my take on it. I think it really had more to do with Evers running a great campaign. And again, I go back to this topic, which I think keeps being avoided and can't be avoided and won't be avoided by Republicans, and that's abortion. The biggest problem for Tim Michaels is that his personal view on this issue is totally out of sync with where Wisconsin is now. Even though we're a purple state, we are not when it comes to this issue. People in the state believe strongly that when children are are facing abortion, they should have the opportunity. When there's rape and incest issues out there, that definitely has to be addressed. And overall, people are realizing, I think much more after this, one thing that was good, we had a debate in this state about this issue, and people came down on the side of saying, let's leave this with women. This is complicated. Government shouldn't be stepping in here. And Michael's personal view is he said, The 1849 law reflected exactly what he felt. Other than that, I don't think that there were as many missteps by Michael as a lot of people would say. But I think because that issue intersected with his position, and I think it's a cautionary tale for Republicans moving forward on this issue.
0: All right. Those are our winners and losers of 2022. On to 2023.
1: We'll see you next time.
0: You've been listening to The Insiders with Chuck Kuala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and Michael Best Strategy.